The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. Part of the message this morning is what to do when the storms of life come. Because one thing you can mark down, there are going to be storms. Father, let every ear be anointed to hear. Let every heart be receptive, receive all that heaven has, we pray. In el nombre de Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. I want to read to you from the book of Galatians, chapter 5, if you go there in your Bibles. Verse 22, and then I'm going to read to you from Philippians 4, verses 4 to 7. He says, but the further spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Amen. Are you happy? Then rejoice in the Lord always. Now watch this now. Delight. Everybody say delight. Not de dark. Delight. Gladden yourselves in him. So this is something that you have to do. You have to make a decision to delight yourself. Someone said, what has helped you through this week? Obviously, the Lord's helped me through this week. But I have a sense of humor. Are you with me? And I also delight myself in the Lord in the middle of storms or tragedy because people say, well, I don't understand. There's a major storm happening. How can you be happy? Well, what do you want me to do? What, must I be depressed? The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you don't have any joy, how are you going to help anybody? You can't send weak people out to rescue somebody. Are you with me? When the storm is raging, when the river comes in and the torrential, you have to know what's going on and you have to be strong. And the Bible tells us to be strong in the Lord. So he says here, he says, rejoice in the Lord always, always, always. Somebody said, there's a storm, so I'm going to opt out. No, he said, always, always, always. Everybody say, always. He goes on to say, let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfish, your consideration, your forbearing spirit, for the Lord is near, he's coming soon. Do not fret, don't fret, and don't have any anxiety about anything. So everybody was telling me this week, uh, take care. I said, uh, no. They said, stay safe. How do I stay safe? I'm not trying to work out. Stay safe. So what are you saying? That I wasn't safe? Take care? <laughs> I don't understand the verbiage. Are you with me? Please forgive me. He says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance, including a storm, and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests. I had a definite request. That thing is not coming to Tampa. The media said it's coming to Tampa. I did the wrong thing one day, and I put the thing on CNN, 
And they were saying, it's going to obliterate Tampa. And I said, shut up, you lying devil. You lying false prophet. It is not coming to Tampa. So I just kept talking to the TV. And I actually felt anointing. I thought I'd keep it on a while and just keep rebuking them lying devils. Media, medium. They're mediums. They're mediums. Witchcraft. Sorcery. Shut up. It's not coming to Tampa. I feel the anointing very strong here and now. With your prayer and petition, definite request. Not, Father, we really would like, maybe, Lord, if just it wouldn't come here. Father, we pray, God, but if it does, then help us to hunker down. Help us to stay safe, Lord, as we take care. He says, with prayer, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Lord, I have a want, and the want is that thing is not coming here. Are you with me? Right in the middle of the storm, we had twin uh, Angus cows born, yeah. little twins, uh, calves, yeah. And one little boy, a little girl, I called it Ian and Irma. I just got news for you. Ian will get eaten. Unless he becomes a breeding bull now. We'll see. Everybody's become a vegetarian. The moment I said that, they're all vegetarians. And, the, and God's peace shall be yours. God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing, fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot, whatever sort that is. I got this lot, that lot. I used to have something on that lot, but it blew away. My toupee is now in another county. Are you with me? <laughs> Whatever earthly lot is, that peace which transcends all understanding will garrison and mount a guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, what I've seen this week is people totally frozen, like in activity, they're just like stunned. And, and, and I've seen people totally full of fear, full of fear, full of anxiety, full of worry. And it's almost like the storm, well, I know that's what the Bible says, Pastor, but come on. I mean, be real now. I know that's what the Scripture says, but be real. No, I'm being real. This is the handbook for your life. If you don't allow this handbook to be the solid foundation on which you base your life, you're going to run around frantic. Let's say that your house did blow away. Let's say your whole house blew away. You're going to end up in the next three years with a better house than you ever had before. Are you with me? For the one that adheres to the Word of God. God will take care of His people. Three years from here, you go, boy, I'm so glad that hurricane came, took that house away. I'm in such a better place now. 
All the furniture's new. Everything is new. It's just phenomenal. I even have a new toupee. <laughs> now, joy is the fruit of the Spirit. So what I'm really doing around here, I'm going around to see how many people in your basket have joy today. I'm going to come around. I'm going to walk around and look at you to see if you have joy. Somebody said, not today. <laughs> well, when? But you want me to have it now? Why not? Yeah, but we in church. This is a good place to have it. As you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and your heart, the natural result will be the fruit of the Spirit of joy, because I'm focusing on that right now, joy manifested through you. If you're full of God, you're full of joy. First Chronicles 15 and verse 16, David told the chief Levites to appoint their brethren and singers with instruments of music, harps, lyres, cymbals, to play loudly and lift up their voice with joy. He commanded them. So I'm commanding you. I'm commanding you, you will rejoice and you will have joy and you're going to leave here with great joy because you're going to be stronger than before and you're going to go help other people out there that are weak, that have no joy and you're going to be a ray of light. You're going to be the sun that shines and they're going to say, before you showed up, there was no hope. But I tell you, there's something about you. You showed up here, you, you like a storm, you like a tornado, you're like a hurricane, and you brought life into my life. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. When I first met my wife, she was discouraged. She was downcast. She didn't know where she was going, and I came along and brightened up her whole life, and she's been so happy ever since. Isn't that true, sweetheart? If that's true, just stand on your feet and jump three times. Uh, no, she was not upset or discouraged. I was just teasing her. But she still jumped. Now, <laughs> she did say something before she jumped, but she still jumped. <laughs> Amen. Joy, say this on me, joy has a voice. The sound of joy, the sound of gladness, the sound of celebration, the sound of rejoicing. Somebody said, I don't feel like it. It's got nothing to do with how you feel. You have to rejoice. Proverbs 15 and 13, a glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow the heart of the spirit is broken. So. You, you have to let your face know. You have to update your Facebook. Amen. Can everybody just put joy on your face right now?
is it your daddy? Does he need that? Does your daddy need that? Proverbs 17, 22, a happy heart is good medicine. Some people need an intravenous for three months. A cheerful mind works healing, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. They will see joy on your countenance. They will hear joy in your voice and the song of praise, and you'll be an encouragement to them. People say, Pastor, if I, can, if I hear your voice, I feel the peace. They tell me that. People call me. They put the healing scriptures on. Said, so I, I hear your voice. I feel the peace. I'll call somebody on the phone, and they say, thank you for calling. When I heard your voice, I felt the strength in your voice, and I feel greatly encouraged. Are you with me? Because your voice must carry what's in your heart. Amen. Fear can be spread with your mouth, but so can peace be spread with your mouth and joy spread with your mouth. Psalm 33 and verse 3, sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with a loud and joyful sound. Everybody say, loud and joyful sound. Psalm 98 verse 4, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Bring forth and sing for joy. Yea, sing praises. Psalm 98. 6 or 98 verse 6 with trumpets and with the sound of the horn make a joyful noise before the king so you rejoice you you make a joyful noise because some people sing they sing on key if you look at a piano it's got white notes and black notes some people don't sing on the white notes or the black notes they sing in the cracks are you with me so there's some people they are singing but they're making a joyful noise. When you hear them, nothing's in tune, but don't interrupt them while they sing because they're still making a joyful noise. Are you with me? I mean, you're never gonna have them sing a song at a special in the sanctuary because people would block their ears, but they're still making a joyful noise to the Lord. The thing that makes you different from anybody outside of the church family is the fact that you've been saved. Are you with me? Somebody said, I've been saved. One of the things that we saw on the faces of the people that were pulled out of the water, they had little, but they were so happy. They were on terra firma. They were happy, they were on ground, and they were saved. Are you with me? Isn't that right? We saw it as they were rescued. They were just happy. How much more should you not be happy that you're not on your way to hell? That you're not... That by the divine hand of God, He plucked you out of sin. He plucked you out of a life of sin, self, and shame, delivered you put you out of the muck and the mire, the floodwaters of sin, and put you on the king's highway. Can you say amen? And you have to keep reminding yourself of that, to delight in the joy of your salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel there's a lot of joy here today. You say, why? Because this joy must run through the region. This joy is going to run down through South Florida. And it's going to touch many people. Their lives are going to be touched and changed. Isaiah 12 and verse 1. 
and in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's also become my salvation. Hallelujah. Therefore, with joy will you draw water out of the wells of salvation. That's on the inside of you. You have to draw the water out. It's like one of those pumps that you pump, and you have to prime the pump. Are you with me? Who's ever used one of those old pumps to pump water? So we do that here at the river. We prime the pump. Ha. Ha ha. <laughs> ha. Ha. We prime the pump. Uh, other ministers get nervous about, what are, you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that in church? We're pumping water. We, we pump some people's wells went dry. Some people's wells got blocked up. We unblocking wells. And then we pump in the water. Are you with me? With joy will you draw forth water out of the wells of salvation. Somebody said, I never expected this kind of a message after a hurricane. What kind of message did you want after a hurricane? What, do you want me to come and hand out boxes of Kleenex to everybody here this morning? Somebody said, well, you take this literally, yeah. And in that day you shall say, praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among his people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of God of Israel in the midst of thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we could say from verse 3, with joy we draw water out of the wells of salvation, that the joy is the bucket we use to draw forth the salvation that God's prepared for us. So I'm looking, where's you? And people, I don't have any joy. You lost your bucket. Your bucket got stolen at the last church you went to. The thing you should have kept in the middle of the wind was hold on to the bucket. Are you with me? <laughs> Hold, never lose the bucket of joy because you're going to have to dig down deep to bring the water up out of the well. Can you say amen? Maybe you came here today and you don't have a bucket. You've tried to look there. The, the rope even was stolen. Today you're going to get a new rope on your well and a new bucket and we're going to get water out of that well. And when you leave here, there's going to be water flowing everywhere you go. Can you say amen? The Hebrew word translated salvation here means deliverance, aid, victory, prosperity, health, help, salvation, save, saving, health, welfare. God has already handed salvation to us on a platter. It's up to us to open our hearts and receive it. Joy is the key to receiving from God what we need. So that means you give him praise when you don't see anything. That means you rejoice when you see the opposite. Can you say amen? 
and you praise him, you rejoice, and then you rebuke that storm. Shut up, you lying devil. Shut up, you're not coming here. No, no weapon formed against us will prosper. You're not coming over our city. Absolutely not. No, in Jesus' name. Angels are dispatched to move that thing. When people get around me when I pray, they get nervous. Because you pray like your life depends upon it. Are you with me? I walked in River University on Tuesday morning. I said, we've got 500 students here. I said, the scenario is you're stuck in the bay and you're treading water and you're surrounded by sharks and you need God to deliver you and you have to pray like your life depends upon it. There was a roar that went up. They prayed, they prayed fervently. There were some students sat like this. And so I waited till we finished and I had everybody point at the track of the thing and laugh at the track because the Bible says the destruction and famine, you shall laugh, ha ha, laugh at the thing and rebuke it. And then I walked around and I checked them out. I said, most of you were saved. There were seven of you that got eaten up by sharks. <laughs> no, because nothing came from you, nothing. You just sat there like that. Other people were doing the praying. You didn't do any praying. You've got to get involved. It's got to come from your lungs. I said, it's got to come from your heart. I can't rejoice for you. I can't praise God for you. I can't open my mouth for you. I can't lift up my voice for you. You must open your mouth. You must praise Him. You must shout. You must rejoice. You must. You must. Joy does not depend on your circumstances. You can have joy floating down a right, on, on, a, on a floaty. All right, I believe that a lot. True joy is not manipulated by our circumstances. The helicopter can only take certain weight. The pilot says with a full load of fuel, we cannot carry more than four people, and the cameras and everything. Two of our guys are huge. Two of the guys can fill a six-passenger helicopter. So I looked at them and said, guys, I love you, but too many donuts, you can't come. Give me two of the skinniest people. And I took them on the plate. I had to, I had to. The helicopter wouldn't have taken off. As it was, just with us, we barely lifted up with a full load of fuel. I love these guys, but you can't eat donuts and come flying on a helicopter on a rescue mission. The only thing we could have used you was a flotation device when we got down there. We could have thrown you out and you would have been a life raft for other people to be saved with. But joy, joy is not based on your circumstances. Even in the midst of the storm, joy is there, strongly anchoring us to the Word of God. We are instructed by God to cast all our cares on Him. First Peter 5 and 7, casting the whole of your care, not some of it, the whole of your care. Say this after me, casting the whole of my care. Take it right now and cast it.
casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on Him, for He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. That means He's watching you. That means you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. He is watching you. His eye is on the sparrow. One sparrow went to see a psychiatrist. He was lying on the couch. The psychiatrist says, what's wrong? What's wrong? The sparrow says, I've got a feeling somebody's watching me. His eye is on the sparrow. Do you feel like you're being watched, Ray? I feel like I'm being watched the whole time. So why are you going to worry when God is is in control? Why are you going to worry? Why are you going to concern yourself? Why are you going to worry when He is in control? Worship and rejoicing always brings the victory. Why do you think we worship as long as we do? Hmm? To drag out the time? Psalm 5 and 11, but let all those who take refuge and put trust in you rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy because you made a covering over them. That's what I was praying over Tampa, St. Pete, this whole region. Lord, you made a covering over us. And it says, and defend them. Let those who also love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. Somebody said, you in high spirits. Yeah, and I didn't drink any of that other stuff. I'm in high spirits because I'm drinking of the new wine that comes from heaven, that comes from the grapes that have been freshly squeezed, that come from the vineyards of God. One grape will carry you for the next three months. Hallelujah. And you won't wake up with a hangover. You won't wake up next to some snaggletooth woman. You wonder who, who is this? Because you got drunk and then you went down and a fake Elvis dude married you singing ain't nothing but a hound dog. Are you with me? God will, deli- God will deliver you. God will deliver you. Can you say amen? <laughs> You'll be in high spirits. Say this off me. I'm in high spirits right now. Psalm 35 and verse 9. Then I will be joyful in the Lord. I will rejoice in his deliverance. Psalm 95 verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing of the Lord. Let's make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Everybody, Hollywood looks for the rock. I, please, he's a pebble. You've got to look to the rock of your salvation, and his name is Jesus, your Savior, your Redeemer, your suit-coming King. Hallelujah. Man, I could run right now. I feel, I feel the strength of heaven here. I feel I could run this field. I could run the pavilion right now. Hallelujah. There's always going to be one that runs for me. All right.
If you do run, try to run in the same direction. Now, because let all things be done decently and in order. Let's make a joyful noise to the rock of our Savior, salvation. Let us come before his presence. Thanksgiving, let's be, make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Even this week, as you do the crusade, just within a mile from here, isn't this this week? Yeah. There's going to be a joyful sound that's going to be heard, that's going to bring the people, and they're going to come in, and they're going to get saved. There's a sound coming from the river. For the Lord is a great God and great King above all gods. Psalm 138, verse 5. Yes, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord and joyfully celebrate his mighty acts for great is the glory of the Lord. So even today, we are celebrating that we didn't get blown away. I am blown away by the goodness of God, but we're not blown away by some natural thing. Are you with me? And so we celebrate today. And then let me wrap this up with this. Because if you remember this, it'll help you. Are you with me? What you don't realize is that the Lord is rejoicing over you. I mean, I met a preacher at a, a preacher's meeting, and I shook his hand and said, um, hey, nice to meet you. Where are you from? He told me, and he said, uh, my, I said, what's the name of your ministry? He said, Jesus weeps. <laughs> that was his ministry, Jesus weeps. And I looked at him and I thought, oh, man. <laughs> he, he based his scripture off of the shortest, he based his ministry off the shortest scripture in the Bible, Jesus wept. That was his whole ministry, Jesus weeps. <laughs> I thought of all the scriptures you could base. And you know what? It looked like he was weeping. He, he looked so sad. He, he, he looked like so sad. And I thought, if that's a ministry, how are you going to help people? Because under the old covenant, it was law that you could not serve as a priest if you were depressed. Did you know that? They would step you down. They would set you out of the ministry because your depression would come upon the people. That's why I always make sure whatever I'm dealing with, I'm never going to put it upon the people. You'll hear me point at the camera and get mad at the devil out there, but I'm happy. I'm at peace. Are you with me? Are you? Huh? You understand? You feel? You feel me? Capiche? Comprende? Amen? And I'm just saying out loud what you're thinking anyway. So he's rejoicing over you. Say this after me. He's rejoicing over me. Zechariah 3 and verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. That means God's rejoicing over you with singing. If he rejoices over me with singing, I'm going to rejoice with him while he rejoices over me. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. He loves you with an immense, incredible, everlasting love that cannot be stopped. And he'll never stop loving you, even if you want to go to hell. Which that's what people don't understand. As long as you're alive and breathing, 
He's giving you that opportunity to come clean, to repent, to say, Lord, I'm sorry. And it's his love that will sustain you. In his love is every answer to every question you could ever have. His love makes you sing joyfully. Anybody remember when you first fell in love? I mean, I was so happy. I I'm still am. I mean, she's so beautiful. So when I, when I fell in love and we go on honeymoon, I remember the next morning waking up and I had to call down to get room service. So I said, I would like this, this. and my wife, why, why, wife? I have a wife? I looked over, my wife would like, I was so happy. I thought, I got a wife. I'm happy when she walks in the room. Are you with me? She makes me smile. And she's very funny. She has an amazing sense of humor. She had to, she married me. And we've been through many storms. Many storms. But the Lord holds you. There are times when you don't even know what to do. You don't even know which way to go. We hold each other. We pray. And he carries you. And he sing over you. So you can rejoice in the fact that he loves you. And he's rejoicing over you today. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Who needed to hear this today? Now, let me just say this. You can't earn this. You can't buy it. It's not for sale. It's free. You just have to humble yourself to receive it. You can't leave here to go make yourself better, to come back, to put yourself in a position to receive. All this is free. All this was paid for at Calvary. Everything is by his grace and by his blood. But in order to receive that, you have to repent and say, God, I'm sorry, and I come to you now, and I submit to you. Do you know that? The pilot that was taking us around, he told me I landed. People were waist deep in water. I said, let me help you. And they shook their head and said, no. He said, I'm going to take you to safety. No. And he said, I had to take off, leaving them there, because they didn't want help. And that's just like the world, lost in sin. And the Lord says, I want to help you. No. God's not going to force himself on you. But if you say, help, I asked the one group that rescued people, I said, how did, you, how did you know they were there? He said, it was very hard to see, but I heard them screaming. 
We, they were on a skiff, you know, flat bottom boat. He said, I heard the screaming coming from in amongst the bushes. And so I just kept pressing through, and there was this family. They, was, they were in desperation, asking for help. I spoke to the pilot this morning by text. I said, where are you headed? He said, I'm headed south. He said, there's some people missing. I'm going to go look for them. The Lord is looking for people all the time. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost, so that that which is lost cannot be lost anymore. That which is lost will be found. And today is your day to be found. I want everybody to bow your heads across this field. You that are watching by way of television, I want to give an invitation to every single one of you today. If you fit in any one of these three categories, I want to pray with you and for you. Maybe you came here today, you say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Friend, let me ask you a question. If you died today, where would you spend eternity? Where would you, where would you go? I want you to know there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You don't have to go to a devil's hell because 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross, the price was paid and the blood was shed. And just like that old song said, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood. Lose all the guilty stain today. The power of sin will be broken. The power of guilt and shame will be removed from your life. You might have come in one way, but you can leave another way. Today's your day of freedom and liberty. Will you surrender to him today? Will you say, yes, Lord Jesus? Maybe you came on this field or you watched him by way of television. You gave your life to the Lord in days gone by, but you've grown cold. You're not serving God like you should. Maybe it's something hidden that no one can see. Pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things of the heart. But today he sets you free. Maybe something outward. And you think, well, what's the use? But the Lord says, come. I'm calling you. He stands with arms wide open. He says, come. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Will you come? He loves you. Maybe a past storm came against you. A hurricane from hell that hit your life. A sudden divorce, a bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, the betrayal of a close friend, the loss of a job. Something happened that rocked your world, shook your world to the core. But today you say, I'm coming back. Today I'm a falling in love with Jesus all over again. Today I want that joy of my salvation. And then lastly, if you are here today, you love the Lord, that's not even a question, but you say, Pastor, I'm, I don't have that confidence assurance that I'm a child of God, but I want to have that confidence assurance. I want to know that I know that I know that I'm a child of God. If this is you and you fit into any one of these categories, I want to pray with you and for you right where you are. Quickly, put your hand up now and say, pray for me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hands are going up all through the field, all the way to the back. Slip it up high and say, yes, today is my day of freedom and liberty. Now, once you've raised it, you can put it down. 
I want you to look at me right now. As people were going over the helicopters, there were people with their hands raised to be saved. They were waving their arms. And that's why we ask you to raise your hand. You signify, I need help. While you're looking at me right now, if there's anybody else, you did not raise your hand, but you want to be included in the prayer, I'm going to pray right now. Won't you quickly put that hand up and say, yes, that's me. Thank you. Thank you. I want everyone that raised your hand to stand all across the field. Please stand. Now stand to your feet. Stand, 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 stand. Go ahead and stand. All across the field. Stand. Stand. I want you to bring your personal belongings and come right down to the altar. We're going to pray together. Come. Come right now. Take the whole world, but give me Jesus. You can take the whole world, you can take the whole world. communion together we always do that we close out our service the table of the Lord is what's carried us these months and years and will carry you even this next seven day period between now and next Sunday I want you to stretch out your hands towards the people here you that are here just raise your right hand to heaven that's where your help comes from and you in your homes just raise your hand to heaven as we pray a prayer right now if you believe in your heart Say with your mouth, that's how salvation is received. 
Romans 10, 8, 9, 10, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in the heart and in the mouth. The word of faith that we preach, that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart, God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For the heart man believes, and the righteousness with the mouth confession is made. Amen. Pray this after me. Say, Father, right now, I confess Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I come to you realizing my need of a Savior. And today, I repent of my sin. Wash me now in your blood. I confess Jesus is my Lord. I confess that Jesus died for me on the cross, that he was buried for me, that he suffered for me. And on the third day, he rose for me and he's coming back again for me. So from this day, I received the free gift of salvation and I'll never be the same. I confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is my Lord and my Savior. And by faith in the finished work of the cross and by the shed blood of Jesus, I'm saved. Now just close those hands and lift your hands to heaven, both hands. Father, seal them now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day not one would be missing. Raise them up to be mighty men and women of God and use them to impact this generation. May they also be filled with great joy. May they also have the joy of their salvation restored unto them and carry it from this place and it be dispensed this whole week. And we thank you for it even now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard-Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.